stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, Bighorn is is maybe symbolic of uh, a broader issue right now where people don't feel as though politicians and political leaders are listening to them or listening to their concerns. So is there anything that we can put in place that would not necessarily guarantee that politicians will listen, but give them additional reason to do so? Should voters have the final say? I mean, ultimately we do in elections, but what about in between elections? Should voters have the opportunity, if they so choose, to say, you know what, this particular politician has broken a promise, has not followed through on what he or she said they were going to do, or is simply not listening, that it's time to replace them. Voter recall is a tool in which voters can do exactly that. That essentially, if enough voters sign a petition within a certain amount of time, it would force a by-election. So, for example, when you have a politician cross the floor and people will say, well, there should be a by-election when politicians cross the floor, voter recall would take care of that. If it's something that constituents view as a betrayal, they would have an opportunity to initiate that process. Or even further, the idea of citizens' initiative, whereby if uh, an issue is of importance to citizens, to voters, but being ignored by the politicians... It's a way for voters to put it on the agenda or even to force a referendum on a certain issue. Now, there's been talk of this in Alberta in the past. Uh, Political parties have raised the issue, but it it really hasn't gone anywhere. Maybe not surprising since politicians are loath to put into place policies that in any way water down their their powers. The Canadian Taxpayers Federation, though, is trying to, to get these issues on the agenda at the forefront in the upcoming Alberta election campaign. Joining us on the line is Franco Terrazano. He is Alberta Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Franco, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, let's start with kind of an overview, maybe for people not familiar with the concept of voter recall, what it is and, and why the CTF believes it, it has value. Yeah, so just as, a, as an overview, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, we have just called on all political parties to commit to implementing recall legislation. Um, so there are different models that are used around the world, but there are three broad or core elements that we're calling for. So, this, uh, so number one is allow citizens to force a by-election, so to recall a politician. Um, the second one is allow citizens to initiate a referendum to repeal, amend, or propose legislation. So that should be thought of as a recall on legislation. And the third principle is to apply the recall legislation at the municipal level. Um, and there's and there's various reasons for why we're doing this. I mean, number one, it's seen some success around the world. Um, the second one is that there has been some situation situations in Alberta past that would have warranted this or where a recall legislation could have been beneficial and finally and most importantly i mean it really does um, enhance the political process by improving accountability enhancing checks and balances and um, most importantly in this it reaffirms the role of the citizen as the boss now there's there's concern about finding you know the the ideal balance in all of this when it comes to the threshold if the threshold is too high it can make it very difficult to to you know pursue these initiatives or or recall a, a politician if the bar is set too low there's a concern that you'll have all kinds of of weird special interests launching all kinds of different campaigns so how do we strike that balance do you think well that's exactly um right and 
I, I think there's we we're coming at this um, from a favorable position in the sense that we can look to other jurisdictions, uh, other ranges of models um, where this has been successful, and we can build on those models. So I think first things first, the most important thing is that we just uh, realize and understand the need for some type of recall legislation, some type of the citizen-led um, legislation, um, and then we kind of can go from there. We get this implemented, and we can still tinker with the uh, mechanics moving forward. But I do want to address um, the one key concern, and is this, I hear this all the time, it's like, well, won't this just create elections all the time? Mm-hmm. Um, well, no on two fronts. So first, we need to look at what's going on or what has happened uh, throughout history. Um, and we just haven't seen this play out. So BC's recall legislation has been in force since 1995. We haven't seen any politician recall elections, actually. So one politician did resign during the process, but this didn't go to a by-election. And then in terms of recalling or amending legislation in BC, well, we see the same story. So in over 20 years, only 11 petitions for citizen uh, for citizen led legislation have been approved um and this is the same story in the u.s so there has only been 38 recall elections in the u.s against state legislatures um and remember uh recall legislation has been around for some time and in the u.s at the state level since 1908 so it hasn't been abused but has it been effective do you think in in protecting taxpayers uh, yes, we, we have seen uh, voter recall legislation be successful in other jurisdictions. So in B.C., we've seen, like I just mentioned, we saw the politician resign during the recall process. Um, and we also saw the successful um, in terms of is recall legislation effective in the 2010 initiative petition, which was launched to end the harmonized sales tax. Um, it's also been successful in the in the United States as well at, at achieving its objective. The most popular recall election success, if you will, was the recall of California Governor Gary Davis and his replacement with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, even more broadly in the United States, over half of all recall elections against the state legislatures have been successful. But not only do can we measure success in terms of what it has, what has it achieved at the forefront. Um, because this type of legislation also adds a strong uh, behind-the-scenes benefit, if you will. So with recall legislation, politicians know that there's a greater chance that they'll be kicked to the curb <laughs> if mm-hmm. they waste tax dollars, if they get involved in scandals, or you know, even if they introduce some costly policy that they never campaigned on. I guess, and, and that sort of speaks to the other challenge then, is that we, we rely on politicians to implement this, but it, it kind of goes against the, the self-interest that, that, that politicians maybe in, inherently possess. So how, how do we overcome that? <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I think... I don't think there'd be too many politicians, at least in this landscape, and maybe I'm um, being overly optimistic here, but I think at least right now, I think politicians politicians who strive to do the the right by their constituents, um, I don't see why they wouldn't support this type of legislation, um, especially if they believe in their party's um, mandates and and heading into the election, I think right now is the perfect time uh, for us, for citizens, for Albertans to say, you know what, we are the boss, citizens are the boss. It's time to enhance real checks and balances and to push politicians into agreeing um, to take on this um, noble type of citizen-led, citizens-led legislation before the election. Yeah, you know, I mean, there have been parties in Alberta that proposed this in the past, so it's it's certainly come up before. I mean, it's 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 an idea that has some support. So I'll certainly be curious to see who's willing to commit to it this time. As you say, then you're you're, you're hopeful still at this point. You're optimistic that that we can get some politicians on board. 
Yep, uh, still absolutely uh, optimistic. And I think, you know, Alberta, like I've, like I've kind of alluded to, is that we already come at this from an advantage point in the sense that we can look at how other jurisdictions have been doing this because, you know, BC does it, uh, sta- a lot, many states in the United States do it, other countries around the world do it, so we can kind of look and see what the right balances are, where other jurisdictions maybe have made some mistakes, where other jurisdictions have gone things right, and we can introduce um, maybe, if you will, a more optimal uh, legislation. So I think we have an advantage, and I think many politicians who want to strive to do right by their constituents would support this. And uh, you know, I encourage all Albertans, um, all listeners who are listening, to to reach out to their um, to the party leaders, to their MLAs, and, and say, hey, it's it's time to bring in recall legislation in Alberta. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where it's most effective. If people make it known that uh, this is important to them, I think the politicians uh, will listen, hopefully. Uh, more on this at taxpayer.com. Franco, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Hey, Rob, thanks for having me on. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.